you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. It's DJ and my buddy Lance Zierlein joining me today as Buck is out. He is... uh, on the road, doing a little HBCU Combine coverage for the network. But Lance, it's great to see you, my friend. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I can't believe you've got another mock draft out. This is. I would like for you to put one out every week. If it's, uh, do you, can you fit that in from a time standpoint? Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. I will do one every week. I'll just send it to you. I won't release it to the public. Uh, but just so I know how much you appreciate him. So I, I'll yeah. just get you your own no, personalized I mean, uh, mock draft. On mocks a, on are what a people basis. love, man. We love, mock by the drafts. way, two things, we love two things, two things we got to point out. Well, first of all, we're, this whole episode is going to be the mock draft. So we're going to go through uh, the entire thing, get Lance's thoughts on it. We'll have some good back and forth. So that's what today's episode is going to be. But two things that need to be said. Number one, I, I want to say the obvious here. I have a new chair. Uh, the network got me this sweet, it's a gamer Whoa. chair, which I don't play video games, gamer. but I got to tell you, these kids have been living, they have been living in luxury. I've got a little head pillow back here. I feel like I'm in a cockpit ready to fly an F-16. <laughs> like this thing is unbelievable. Uh, that's, that's the first awesome. thing. The other thing is yeah. you can't see it right now if you're just listening to the show. Lance is holding a microphone like he's Whitney Houston getting ready to sing the national anthem. No, uh, no uh, wireless mic there. He is sitting there holding that thing right up to his mouth. I will always love you, Daniel Jeremiah, and I, I. Darn right you will. Um, you, by the way, do your kids have one of these gaming? This thing's unbelievable. It's so comfortable. No, my kids no. don't have. I've got to relax the back chair that I've had, which is great, because I sit in my chair for hours nice. and hours and hours, uh, get a little lumbar support, so that's good. But your chair, i gotta, I got to be honest here, that chair looks pretty, oh. pretty good. Yeah, it's nice. I feel like I'm sitting on a throne here. It is, uh, it's quite the uh, setup. All right, let's jump in here. Mock draft. I'm going to rip off uh, the first 10 picks. Okay, Lance, I'll rip them off. 
And then I think there's some discussion points we need to have. Um, but let me just give you what we have here. If you haven't seen the mock draft so far, uh, I've got Jalen Carter to the Bears at one. No trades in my mock draft early this early before free agency. I, I just don't think it's really worth the time. So Jalen Carter, defensive tackle from Georgia, goes to the Bears. Bryce Young, quarterback, goes to the Houston Texans, which Lance being there in Houston and get your thoughts on that. Uh, this is a big talking point so far on Twitter. Tyree Wilson, three to the Arizona Cardinals, edge rusher from Texas Tech. C.J. Stroud at four to the Colts. He is the quarterback from Ohio State. Five, Will Anderson sliding all the way to five to the Seattle Seahawks, edge rusher from Alabama. Uh, Miles Murphy, edge rusher from Clemson. He goes to Detroit. You've got Will Levis here uh, going to the Raiders at seven. Lucas Van Ness, the defensive end, goes to the Falcons. He played at Iowa, didn't even start there, which is another story. Uh, Peter Skaronsky, offensive lineman, he goes uh, to the Panthers at nine. I think he would end up kicking inside at guard for them. And then 10, uh, who I think is the best corner in the draft, Devin Witherspoon, uh, he goes to the Philadelphia Eagles there at number 10. So, Lance, let's start first of all. we got to go all the way up to the top here. The Bears, if they don't move, um, I just attached him to Jalen Carter because I think Jalen Carter is the best player in the draft. No, and he's got traits. He's got disruption from the inside. To me, is as important as disruption from the outside. In some cases, I think it's even more important. So I had him in my mock as well. I think that I know you have him as a top player on your board, kind of staying true to your board. So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so that's the first one. Then we get to Houston at two. Do you have any sense? I know, you know, with all the people you know there, I know there's been some change over there in that organization, but you live there. Uh, you're obviously a great resource when it comes to the Texans. What uh, What are your thoughts there, uh, Bryce being the quarterback of choice? I think they would run it up to the podium. I don't think that would be any – I don't even think that would be a thought. Um, the Texans made a very popular move. The Texans have been wildly unpopular in the city. The ownership has been wildly unpopular. And uh, the owner's really trying to rebrand the team. He's, they've got new color scheme coming in. They've they got different helmets. They – um, have done some kind of flashback stuff to the Houston Oilers type stuff, uh, you know, type of imagery on some of the <clears throat> the color scheme that they're going to have coming out. And I think in 2024, um, that I think they enjoyed being lauded and and the fans being happy with the D'Amico hire, uh, D'Amico Ryan's hire. And I think they would love to have the Ryan's young Bryce Young combination, the exacta, so to speak as a brand new wave of Houston Texans in terms of the reset of what the perception of the Texans is. So, you know, to me, he's the best quarterback in the draft. I've heard that the owner likes him. I think this would be an easy pick at two for Houston. All right. So one of the things on Bryce, and we've seen all of the, uh, you know, the cross sport uh, discussion there and that Steph Curry thing's been all over the place. But I mean, I feel like, gosh, he goes to Houston. I mean, it's right under your nose right there with Jose Altuve. I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, come on. Where's that been? Where's that comp been out there? All right. Number one, you got a lot of love for the rocket stuff you did last time from the city of Houston in the last, uh, <laughs> everybody the last loved the rockets drafters. episode. I'm not going to lie. Why you were talking, didn't listen to a word you were saying. I was, I was Googling, did Muggsy Bogues or Spud Webb ever play for the Houston Rockets? Unfortunately, never. Neither. So uh, I lost never that there. But yeah. Altuve is your guy. That's your guy. That's your uh, kind of a freaky production for a guy who is much, much smaller. I think that's, I think that's your comp if you're looking for a comp. But the Tyree Wilson thing at number Houston. three, I love this. I love, I love. Let's that get to that. Tyree Wilson that that's here. the one. Yeah, because Tyree Wilson. Let's do it. You know, you've got Will Anderson Jr. Um, who everyone is putting there, including myself. But the fact is, from a trait standpoint, Will Anderson's got pretty good traits also. But from a trait standpoint and ups, upside standpoint, I think there is a little bit more excitement about Tyree Wilson. Maybe the, the floor is a little lower than Will Anderson, but I could totally see this. I could see this happening. And when you look at the Cardinals history now, different general manager there, different head coach. So maybe we don't read into history, but from a trait standpoint, Tyree's got a lot of great traits and he's going to be a really big tester, a really big tester. So people wondering about this, right? Well, he's going to be taller. He's going to be longer. He's going to be more explosive. I think when you see the testing come out, he's going to run, mm -hmm. he's going to probably run in the high four fives when it's all said and done with like some NBA type wingspan, like freakish wingspan. And then everybody say, well, oh, you're going traits over production. Well, this is different, you know, because I think this is going to be framed as what we had last year, which, you know, I, I, I admire uh, the traits that you had last year with Trayvon Walker. And we were one of, I think both of us actually were pretty early on the Trayvon Walker train of this thing. This uh -huh. dude's going to go a lot higher than you guys think. It's what NFL of teams course, do. He went all the way up the board. Uh, 
to number one. There's teams that are going to be traits, you know, traits-based teams. Here's the here's the difference between this year and last year. Because last year, the gap between Hutchinson uh, and Trayvon Walker in production was immense. This year, when you look at it, Tyree Wilson has a higher pressure percentage. He has the highest pressure percentage in the draft. If you're looking at all the defensive linemen going to the combine, he's at 21.8%. I'd have to go back and look up Trayvon Walker's. It was way low, maybe 11%, I want to say off the top of my head. But it was a lower percentage there. Then you didn't have the sack production uh, last year with Walker as well. He had nine sacks. Will Anderson had 13. But again, he's got a higher pressure percentage. He's got a higher win percentage. So some of the analytics from the production standpoint actually favor Tyree Wilson, now you're you're bigger, you're longer, you're going to be more explosive, you're going to be a little more scheme versatile, I think, for the things you can do. I'm saying all this, I personally, still as a player on my sequence list, have Will Anderson slotted a little bit ahead. But do I would I be surprised in the least if Tyree Wilson went over Will Anderson? Not at all. That's why I put this out there. Now, when you look at, you know, DJ, when you consider inside of a building, you will have general managers will have their thought, um, you know, scouting directors. Everyone will have their thoughts. Then the coaches are going to have their thoughts. But the analytics groups, which are having a bigger and bigger input into the draft, they're going to see the production stuff you just talked about and make it projectable. They'll look at Will Anderson next to NFL players, and Tyree is not next to NFL players. And when you start to have the physical profile, you start to have the athletic profile, and then you get the analytic profile if all three of those starts to match together, it's really not that hard to get to a place where you could see Trayvon Walker over, you know, over Aiden Hutchinson again. You could see that scenario again, maybe not at the first pick of the draft, EJ, but I think you laid it out well how you could absolutely see this happen. No doubt. Um, as we got to go through, so Will Anderson ends up being a gift to the Seattle Seahawks. I know Mina Kimes was already tweeting about how excited she was about that uh, potential scenario. I don't think it's far-fetched, especially when you start thinking of, you know, once trades come into play and once quarterbacks start going, I think there's a chance, there's a chance that Seattle could end up with, you know, one of the top two players in the draft, in my opinion, uh, with Will Anderson mm-hmm. falling in their lap. Uh, you've got, I've got the Lions going with Miles Murphy and people say, oh, well, they want Aiden Hutchinson. And you got James Houston who had all that sack production. Well, James Houston has not been a full-time player. He's been an unbelievable sub rusher. And now you have Miles Murphy. And I think if the Eagles... If we've learned anything from their their success this year outside of their game on an ice rink in the Super Bowl, um, you can't have enough of these guys. Just keep rolling them through. Yeah, I um, you know, Murphy for me isn't this high, but that really doesn't matter. He's really solid, a very good run defender. And as you mentioned, but just Lance, load the front isn't up the, isn't hold on, hold on. Isn't it isn't it isn't it that kind of draft? Because like Miles Murphy, I have him in the teens. But then when you start looking at, at what you know teams value in terms of positional value, and this draft is weird, man. Like I if there's a couple guys in my top ten that I have, you know, maybe ten or so slots lower on my list, but when you start looking at positional value and can factor in need a little bit, I think yeah. it's gonna be a weird year, man. I think we're gonna be saying that about a lot of these top ten picks. Like, ah, that doesn't I don't feel think, like a top ten player. It's just it's a Yeah, weird I don't year. think they're gonna draft the board necessarily. I think you're right, because I you know, I don't want to give away your your mock, but there's a position that I don't think is a strong position, but it is a pr- position of of priority now in the NFL. And you got a bunch of guys going from that position. And we'll get to that a little bit later. But um you're right, DN. Uh, tackles, you know, we'll see how your draft comes out in terms of tackles because that's obviously a high priority position and it's not a great tackle uh, year this year. But absolutely, I mean, Miles Murphy, Miles is solid. He's a solid football player without question. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a matter of, uh, it's kind of like, you know, I had Jalen Hyde going to the Texans at 12. And I had it for the very specific reason of how the Texans are going to potentially be built. Well, Miles Murphy is one of those guys that eh, I, I'm not trying to find a guy who's going to have this explosive juice off the edge. I've got that with Aiden Hutchinson. I want two bullies. I want two big bullies on the edge. Maybe that's how yeah. Detroit wants to build their team, and Dan Campbell wants that type of physical profile, and, and Aaron Glenn covets that. No doubt. Um, I've So we go through the rest of it here. Van S is another one, and we don't have time to go through each and every one of these things in depth, but right. he's going to test really well. So the story on him, finally got this, by the way, because you're you're sitting here watching this guy, and it's so weird he doesn't start. And you're going, how the heck is this guy going to be the eighth pick? He didn't start on Iowa. And last I checked, Iowa did not win the national championship last year. Uh, so people have, how in the world is this guy up there? Well, the reason why he didn't start is because Iowa – 
they play their veteran leaders. So if you're an upperclassman, you're an older player, you've been there, you're going to start, even though everybody in the building and everybody on planet Earth knows the guy that you're, rot- that you're rotating in right after him is an infinitely better football player. That's just part of the Iowa culture. It's what they do. You can scoff at it. You can laugh at it. That that's, is what it is. He is not. There's no other concerns about him um, in terms of that. When he gets out on the field, you watch all the top tackles in the Big Ten, and I'm talking about guys that are going to go in the top 10 and the top 15. This dude bullied a lot of them. I mean, he doesn't have a huge plan. He doesn't have a repertoire of pass rush moves, but he is big and he's explosive and he bullies dudes out there. The only question is going to be getting that. A.J. Epinesa was much more skilled as a rusher, but he didn't have what Lucas Van Ness has in terms of the explosiveness. That's a big difference. Juice. Yep. Um, so then we got, uh, you know, Skaronsky at nine and then 10 Witherspoon. I guess the one other thing we'll hit on the top 10, we'll take a break and we'll come back with 11 through 20. Uh, the Raiders at seven to me is an interesting one. I had them taking Will Levis. They got to figure out the quarterback thing. I know there's a lot of expectation that that could be the, the Rodgers landing point. Um, but it, my thing is this shakes up the draft because now if you if you make the trade for Rodgers, that's probably going to cost you the seventh overall pick. Now you're looking at Green Bay picking at seven uh, and then picking at 15. And I joked with uh, – you know, I didn't joke. I was kind of being serious, to be honest. Somebody asked me on, on social media why Kincaid – we'll get to him in a little bit, the tight end – to Green Bay. I said, because it's what Jordan Love's going to like to have. He's going to like to have a young, uh, a young tight end as he gets into the, uh, gets into that starting role next year and just kind of a little winky emoji and let's just move on. Uh, but this is a situation where the Packers could be sitting here picking seven and 15 and that shakes up the entire draft. Yeah, it really would. And, and, you know, other things that could shake up the draft is where does Lamar Jackson, does he go somewhere? Is there any chance that is, are there any of these quarterbacks who could end up going to Miami if they're concerned about Tua's health? And then where would Tua go? Is there any, you know, could, could the Bears could absolutely, if they wanted to draft just, I mean, trade Justin Fields and reset the rookie clock at quarterback? They could absolutely consider that. So uh, it is really. Do you think that? I hold on. Think, hold on. Let me. Let me let, let me stop you. Let me stop you right there because this has been thrown around um, about them doing that. To me, fit is everything with quarterbacks. I mean, we can talk about mm-hmm. your skill set and we can talk about how we think this guy's going to be successful and that guy's going to be bust. I think over over half of it with these guys, whether they make it or not, is where they go and how they fit. I I, I think Bryce Young is clearly the best quarterback in this draft. I think that is a but not in Chicago, right? In Chicago. I don't like him playing outside in those elements. I don't like him playing in that division. Um, I don't like him playing in that weather. Like all, all of that stuff to me just doesn't feel like a good fit to me. No, but does it feel like it if he's playing in a dome stadium, which is what they may have with the new stadium? I mean, uh, yes. that's something you have to consider. Well, we'll yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Last I checked, though, Lambeau Field, you got to go through there on a yearly basis. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a, uh, it, 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 to me, he makes so much sense in the AFC South. But that's, uh, again, we, we can have that discussion as we continue towards the draft. Uh, let's take a break here, Lance. We'll come back and we'll hit uh, picks 11 through 20. See if you can't uh, get a little upset, get a little riled up for us here as we move on here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Lance, let's uh, let's rip through 11 through 20 here, and then I'll open the floor to you. Go wherever you want to go here. Tennessee Titans, uh, they get an offensive tackle, Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. Houston gets Jordan Addison, the receiver from USC, to pair up with Bryce Young, who they took with the second pick. Uh, the Jets, uh, big shocker here, go back to the offensive line as they continue to try and solve that problem. Broderick Jones, uh, tackle from Georgia. The Patriots, they get the big corner, Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. The Packers, we touched on that briefly. They go with Dalton Kincaid, the tight end from Utah. Uh, 16, the Commanders go Joey Porter, uh, big corner from uh, from Penn State, big and long, extremely long. The Pittsburgh Steelers, maybe a little bit of surprise to some people here. Darnell Wright, uh, right tackle from uh, Tennessee, big hulking tackle. Uh, Detroit Lions, a spicy one. Anthony, Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Florida with their second first-round pick. Tampa. Have them taking Bijan Robinson, the running back from Texas. Seattle, uh, with the 20th pick, I have them going Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, to kind of pair up with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Go wherever you want to go here, Lance. The floor is yours. All right. Let me uh, let me challenge you right off the bat. You just told me that Lucas Van Ness is going to blow up the combine, and he's going to move up the boards. How do you have my guy Christian Gonzalez, who's going to be one of the monsters of the combine, going below Witherspoon is it is it fit or like tell me why you have a guy who's going to be one of the biggest testers at the combine and Gonzalez falling to 14 well I think there's a there's a very real chance you could see Christian Gonzalez go all the way up there in the top 10 would not surprise me at all I think Witherspoon to me playmaking instincts is on an, a is on a special level and he's going to run in the four fours he's not going to destroy the combine uh, he's not going to be as big and as fast as Christian Gonzalez I just think he's a better football player I think he takes the ball away um, so that's why I had him going to Philly. And when we think about fits, you know, a lot of times when you have had people in place for a long time, it's easier to get a feel for them. And having worked in Philadelphia and having been there when Asante Samuel was there um, and seeing the way he played and the way he made plays on the ball and they value turnovers, I think Witherspoon plays like that. And I think he takes the ball away. So I think, you know, Howie Roseman have having seen Asante Samuel up close and what he looks like, I think he's going to see a lot of that in Witherspoon. That's why I had him going with the Eagles. And then, you know, you bring up a good point on Christian Gonzalez. I have him going 14 right here. It would not shock me at all if he ended up, you know, going up there at the in the top 10. Uh, would not shock mm-hmm. me at all because he is going to test like a freak and he has height, weight, speed. But I think there's been other years too. Um, when did I have to go back and look at when Sertan went? Some of these guys, I thought, man, I think these guys are top five locks. And just the way the board shakes out, sometimes they get pushed down a little bit lower than you might think. But did history teach you with with Sertan? You and I both I had him as I think the number two player in the draft. I just thought it was hard to find any yeah. any flaws. Technically, he was so so good, and it's funny because there's such a push for wide receiver. I'm surprised I'm surprised we don't see more corners 
going higher up in the draft. But there are some pretty good corners. I want to get to uh, Jordan Addison. You got him at 12 to the Texans. Are you comfortable with Jordan Addison being um, an outside receiver? Because John Mechie is just a slot. Are you comfortable with Addison taking the outside receiver spot opposite of Nico Collins in Houston? I am. Uh, I am. I think he can do that. I think you look at Brandon Cooks, what's going to happen with him in the future, uh, TBD. I know he's wanted out of there. So, you know, that'll be something to monitor. But I think when you when you come with Jordan Addison and now you team up with Mechie in the slot and you've got Nico on the outside and now all of a sudden we've got uh, Damian Pierce in the backfield and we've got Bryce Young at quarterback. One of the things I wrote on there, this becomes a watchable team. It's been not only mm-hmm. bad, it's been boring, uh, which is the which is the death knell. You, I've been there the last couple of years. You live there. There's nobody at the games. There's no juice. There's no excitement. I think Addison, if you look at what Chris Olave did last year, I think he's got a chance to do a similar type of a thing. I think you're going to see – people will be surprised when he tests. And the reason I say that is I I think – you know I was talking to Bucky about this on the show last week. And so I just didn't – you know, the splash plays and the wow plays, I didn't really see that as much at USC. I felt like I saw more of it at Pitt. And I said, that's because when you're watching USC, you can't take your eyes off the quarterback. You got, you've got you got Michael Jordan out there on the field. All your attention goes to him. And he's going to get it to whoever's open. And they had kind of a stable of wideouts there at USC. And the throws are so incredible that you, it, it's, not really, it's not really a show-off offense, if that makes any sense at all, for Jordan Addison there at USC. I think he is a really good player. I think he's a refined route runner. And I think he has the ability to get over the top. I, you know, the Packers, I love the idea of wide receiver there. I put Jalen Hyatt there for a very specific reason. Elite, elite speed will open up the underneath for Mechie and Collins, give Bryce Young. Like, but our idea is the same thing. You've got to create more explosiveness from the offense. And I think, I think it's a, a not a bad mode to go quarterback. If you go Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or whoever at two, to go wide receiver with that next pick because this is what you want. You want Bryce Young to be able to learn and grow with the young receiver. And I think that's a good idea. Um, I like Dalton Kincaid at number 15. I mean, you know, I, I, I've got Musgrave here, but it's the same thing. You and I are on the same page. A pass catching tight end is a wide receiver. They are a receiver. They're a target. And they yep. should be valued as such when they are special. My favorite pick, though, is Darnell Wright to the Steelers. I mean, this is such a Steeler pick. They love getting big bodies. They don't have to be <laughs> the most fluid dancing bears. But I mean that in a positive way, too. Darnell Wright, when he gets his hands on you, he is just he he's really tough to deal with. And Darnell Wright just feels like a very Steelers pick. And I don't mean that in a I mean that in a good way. This this feels like the move that the Steelers would make. Yeah, I, I, to me, I just look at that offensive line is going to get revamped. You know, how many new starters that is? I don't know, two, three. Uh, but I think this is a good draft to be able to do it. And if you look, remember, they, they have the 32nd pick, which every other year is a first-round pick, except this year the Dolphins having forfeited pick. We only have 31 picks in the first round. What a trade. What a heist uh, that was in the Chase Claypool trade with the Bears that gives them pick number 32. But when you look at – this is what we you know you do in the draft room. If you say, okay, we wanted to – a couple offensive linemen, or we want an offensive liner in a corner, I think it makes more sense to get the tackle first, whoever your tackle is, because I think you're still going to have corner options. I think you're still going to have interior offensive line options at 32 that you're going to really like. I don't like the tackle options so much at 32 at that point in time. That's why I think you go tackle first, get the priority there, and then come back, get your interior lineman or your corner at 32. Well, the next conversation we have to have is Anthony Richardson at the Lions. And obviously... I think this is a great spot because you've got Jared Goff, um, who right now is is you've got another year with him that you can play him. Anthony Richardson clearly needs to sit. He needs to learn. He needs to be in a situation behind a veteran. And you hope that the veteran will work with him. You know, that's always the kind of the wild card is is the veteran willing to work with a guy who's going to eventually take his job. You know, you just you never know how that's going to pan out. But I think having Richardson behind Jared Goff and utilizing him in certain packages next year, all it does is make the the offense a little more difficult to prepare for during the week when you know there's a Richardson package out there. And then it gives him a chance to really grow up and learn the mechanics. And when I say grow up, grow up as a quarterback, you know, learn the mechanics. One of the most interesting things on tape for me, DJ, is you go watch the Utah game and you go, holy crud. 
Anthony Richardson looks fantastic oh, yeah. against Utah, but he had all summer to prepare. But the technique, the, the mechanics were good. I thought the poise was good. And as the season progressed, he lost a lot of that. But what it tells me is he's, he's teachable. Like he can get to that. What you're trying to do is, is you're trying to see during the season, is it sustainable? And, and you have to have sustainable in 17 weeks of NFL football. But that Utah game is a great example of how the preparation and really drilling down on mechanics, it worked for him. It just kind of got away from him as the season went on. Um, and that's why he needs a year to sit. And this is a good spot to sit for a year. Yeah, I, I, yeah. to me, I think it's a good cocoon for him um, to not have to go out there, to not have to be rushed onto the field. I think when you look at the coaching staff that they have there, I think Ben Johnson coming back as the offensive coordinator – he did a nice job with Jared Goff last year. I think he's going to be somebody you trust to, to develop him and take your time. I feel like people convenient, and I'm not comparing him, comparing him by any stretch to Patrick Mahomes, but I think people conveniently forget about the fact that he sat. I, I, I don't know why that is, but I feel like people think he was just instantly you know, unbelievable right when he got there. And we showed some combine footage the other day, and you could watch his footwork from the combine and then watch where he is now. Um, obviously that year benefited him tremendously. And now he goes off and he's the, he's the best player. He might go down as the best player of all time uh, when it's all mm -hmm. said and done. I'm not putting all that on Anthony Richardson. I'm just saying this is a great spot for him to go sit and develop and really just drill down on fundamentals in the passing game. And then once you get him out there, you've got a chance, man. It's a lottery ticket. You've got two first-round picks. And I think if you're going to try and make a push, you got to take a risk at some point in time in the evaluation process and the team building process. I think this is a good spot to go ahead and, and get yourself a lottery ticket. When you have two picks, you always have the ability to do two things. That is draft a running back in the first, which is usually frowned upon and find a developmental quarterback who can sit down for a year. It gives you that you still got one of the picks you needed and it gives you another one where that I think, I think it's a big advantage to have two picks in the first round because it allows you to make, I think potentially smarter football moves for your team relative to, um, having two picks as opposed to one question for you though. I think that's an interesting, you brought something up with yeah. footwork with Pat Mahomes. So footwork can get better. Some of the mechanics of arm slot and things like that, that can get better. Although as they say, when the bullets fly and the muscle memory kicks in, a lot of times you revert to, you know, bad habits. I, I want you to talk for a second and you're, you were a quarterback and just what you've seen from quarterbacks over the years, because the topic we're going to get into is, Levis and Richardson and Josh Allen. Oh, you can just fix McKay. You can just fix um, inaccuracy. You can fix accuracy issues. I think you can fix footwork stuff. I don't know how fixable accuracy actually is. Well, I, I mean, and look, and you can look at Josh Allen's accuracy numbers, and they spiked tremendously um, with with some improvements to footwork. I think that you can. I've come around on that a little bit. I do think that you can get better in accuracy in, in terms of some of those things. I think the areas that that I would say are harder um, to improve are if everything that you throw is is, uh, is is the same throw. If you're a line drive thrower, you're a power thrower, you have no touch, you can't layer the football, I think that becomes more difficult because that's a feel. It's a feel thing. You kind of have a feel or you don't have a feel. I thought Josh Allen, you could see – you could see layer throws from him. You could see up and, and down throws over linebackers, under safeties, shows that he had a feel and a touch on the ball. He literally needed to be reworked on the bottom half, and I think he did a good job of that. And I think it leads to another whole discussion, which we could get off track in, in terms of where you go and him going there with Brian Dayball and having a chance to watch him get better each and every year was huge. Patrick Mahomes going to Andy Reid getting better each and every year. That was huge. Where you go is such a big part of this thing, man, whether or not you're going to hit or miss or the level of success that you're going to reach. Um, I, you saw with Daniel Jones. Look at that improvement Daniel Jones made from one year to the next with with with, the, yeah. with Brian Dayball there in that building. That matters, man. But to, to get back to your point, I to me, if you don't have touch, that's hard to improve. And then the other thing I would say is awareness. Pocket awareness, pocket feel. There's plays where you can see – and I can, you know, point them out to you. And you've seen the same ones with Bryce Young, where Bryce Young is trained. He's working the right side of the field. He is trained to the right side of the field. And he gets a free rusher coming backside. His head never never goes left. He just feels it. He, he kind of drifts away from it or he'll climb up and get free. Will Levis, like that's one of the things that, that I am concerned about him. He gets absolutely same. stroked in the pocket where he has no sense or feel that it's coming. And it's like a surprise party. 
every single time he gets hit. Like that, that to me is, that's one of those things. That's a little trickier in terms of whether you can develop that or not. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to, I mean, there's a lot to, to cover there. And I think looking back at Josh Allen, I've said this to, to people because I went back and looked at what was it I missed on Josh Allen. Well, number one, he didn't have good receivers, right? They, they couldn't separate at all, but he was late with the ball getting out. He didn't throw on time. And so there was an inordinate amount of contested catches. So did he have accuracy? And, and his is a more complicated study because Yes, he had footwork issues. He had mechanical issues. But I, I think there's something called natural accuracy or A to B accuracy that you, you see with pitchers. There are some pitchers who can put it wherever they want. And there are some who are always going to have issues, you know, mentally or physically. Their mechanics will get off. They're not self-correctors. And they will start to spray the ball around the strike zone. I think it's the same thing with football. I have a real concern over Anthony Richardson and and uh, Will Levis with their natural A to B accuracy. It's a concern for me. Bryce Young can be a little up and down at times, but he's fine. C.J. Stroud's actually, to me, one of the most accurate, you know, passers on frame to the hands where they should be. He really is. Like, I'm not worried at all about that. But, yes, you look at the footwork and things like that, but that doesn't mean it's an automatic fix because some guys just don't have the hand-eye to put it where they need to put it on a consistent basis. But everything you said makes sense too because that's all part of it, and that's why quarterback – that's why it's so hard to project these guys because we didn't even get into the the mental part of it and the the intangibles part of it, which is a huge part of playing quarterback. Yeah, and to me with quarterbacks, when you you talk to people around them – it needs to be superlative, superlative, superlative in terms of work ethic, commitment, the time spent preparing. That's just to give yourself a chance. That doesn't guarantee you're going to be good. That guarantees you have a chance to be good. Um, and so that's one of those areas where, and I don't get into that when um, you know, when talking about these players. Uh, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's helpful. I don't think it's constructive. It's not something I ever want to partake in. But there have been times where people would say, I don't understand why you we're a little bit lower on this guy. And it's like, well, because when I talk to the coaches, they say he's not putting in the time you need to put in there. He can, ma- he can mask it at the college level. You got no chance uh, at the NFL level if there's not a serious, serious commitment. Yep. So, all right, let's, uh, let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll finish this thing up. We'll go 21 to 31 and uh, get Lance's thoughts. And then uh, and we'll get out of here. Hope you guys are enjoying this. We'll be right back. We'll polish up Mock Draft 2.0 right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home what's up i'm john wall and i'm cj toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called point game we're now joined by three-time nba six man of the year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Lance, let's jump back in. Uh, let's wrap this thing 21 to 31. I've got Quentin Johnston, height, weight, speed receiver from TCU, going to the Chargers at 21. I've got Brian Branch, nickel safety, going to the Ravens at 22. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at 23. Deontay Banks, a uh, big, tall, athletic corner from Maryland. Uh, 24, the Jags. Uh, Brian Breesey, a very polarizing player. Uh, especially on social media for some reason. Uh, Clemson defensive tackle going to the Jags. 25, I've got Jalen Hyatt, the speedster from Tennessee, wide out, uh, giving them some much-needed juice. Uh, 26, the Cowboys, Keon White, defensive lineman from Georgia Tech. Uh, 27, Buffalo Bills, Osiris Torrance, one of the safer picks in my mind from Florida, interior offensive lineman. The Bengals, they get Michael Mayer, a big tight end from Notre Dame. Uh, 29, the Saints go Zay Flowers. Uh, one of my favorite players to study in this draft, the wideout from BC. 30, the Eagles take defensive lineman Felix Anaduke Uzama uh, from K-State. Very productive, a zillion forced fumbles there for the Wildcats. And then Kansas City, the defending champs, 31. I have them taking Nolan Smith, edge rusher from Georgia. Go ahead, Lance. What do you think? All right. So right off the bat, um, you call the Charger games. I always feel like that's interesting. And you look at all these prospects. So seeing Johnston paired with the Chargers, I immediately, you know, pay attention to that as somebody who puts a mock draft together. Although you certainly work off of how the mock draft, you know, shakes out before you get to that pick. Is there another player that you think fits what the mm-hmm. another wide receiver? I guess you'd just be looking at, I mean, Man, just Jordan. Basically, we're only talking Jordan Addison or or um, Smith and Jigba. Is there any chance that Smith and Jigba would be someone? Because he doesn't have a lot of speed. He's more in the mold of a Keenan yeah. Allen. Is that somebody that the Chargers would look at, or do they want more juice like Johnston has? I feel like this team's got to get faster. Um, they yeah. need somebody. You know, Mike Williams can get vertical and make contested catches vertically, but in terms of just blowing the top off of a defense they don't really have that guy um and we'll see what happens i mean keenan allen's got a big cap number is he going to be on this team next year you know wait and see um so that's going to kind of shake things up in terms of what they're looking for you've got josh palmer who i really like is a really good player i think he could kind of function in that role in the keenan allen role and then you've got mike williams doing his thing with contested catches and run after catch what he brings to the table but i think getting somebody to get vertical i mean there's been so much criticism of this offense and, and, and Justin Herbert for not pushing the ball down the field. Well, when you don't have speed, it's, you know, it's hard to push the ball down the field. So I think that's imperative. And that's why you can look at also, you know, Jalen Hyatt is a little bit undersized and not going to be kind of that, that physical frame that you look at that Tom Telesco has traditionally gone after. All the guys he brings in there at the receiver position are big targets. So I think you get a little bit of both here with Johnston. Now I'm going to talk about this on my on my conference call on Friday, which will uh, which will be a podcast as well. But man, there is a study that that we had uh, that Jack Andre did for us, our buddy in research on Big Twelve wide receivers drafted in the last mm. eight years. Uh, uh, not good. We'll get into it. I'll uh, I'll tease that because we'll get into that later. But that's going to be something that it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Johnston's draft draft value because it is a trail of tears when you look at Big Twelve wide receivers. Uh, what else stands out to you here? 
Well, it's not too late for you to flip-flop 25 and 21. Um, Brian Branch, I mean, oh, my gosh. <laughs> if the Ravens got tough, smart, and versatile with this spot, I would absolutely – like, that would be a phenomenal draft for them. Brian Branch's ability to play in the nickel – you called him a nickel safety. I mean, he's tough. He'll come up and support the run. Yep. He's got great mirror and match footwork. I mean, he plays like a legitimate cornerback, and he's very smart and instinctive as well. That's why he's one of my favorite players in this draft, and I love that pick at 22. I mean, I feel like it's not fair for me to immediately think back to Taven Bryan when I see you put Brian Breesey there, but I'll just leave that there. And <laughs> I then, think that's why they're so mad. I think that's. So mad. I think you were. I think there's the there's an idea that you Bryan. got a subconscious bias there, and I want to know how much of this was okay. So two two picks I want to get to that I'm interested in. Um, how much of this mock draft, because a lot of my first mock draft really had a lot to do with how I see players for right now. Um, you've got Felix and Udike yeah. Uz, uh, Uzuma at number 30. And I know you and I both like yeah. him. I've got him more of a little bit of a second round grade, but he's a pass rusher. But I, man, he is so urgent and physical and his motor is fantastic. I like that you put him in there. That's a new name there. And Nolan Smith, I know you're a big Nolan Smith guy more than I am, but I, I like that. I feel like you stood on your rankings there by going 30 31 with some guys that you thought maybe needed a little more love early. Yeah, once we get to the bottom of the first round, or sometimes you just want to get some names in there, get them in the mix. And I think both those guys are, are really good players I enjoyed watching. And I just I keep coming back to the same thing. When you when your team's picking at the bottom of the first round, you're close, right? You are you can see it, you can see a championship. In the Chiefs case, obviously they won the whole thing. Um, but I think when you look at those teams, the thought process is different, right? It's we're right there. And you know what you're thinking? You're thinking, gosh. You look back at that one playoff game. If we could have just got off the field that one time on third down, I'm looking for guys that can get to the quarterback, and I'm looking for players on offense that can maybe just get me that one conversion. Could we could we finish a drive because we're right there? Man, if I've got to beat Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Josh Allen in the AFC, i got to get guys that can get them on the ground, and I've got to get guys that can give me some firepower so I can keep up with them. I think that changes how you evaluate guys. And it might just be, you know what, this guy, maybe we had a linebacker graded really high or we've got a guard that that we really like as our highest rated player. But, man, we're right there. And who's going to help us beat Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and all the other guys you got to go through? I think that that changes your thinking a little bit. I think that's a great point, and it maybe speaks to the the fact of why Ozzie Newsom has been such a great drafter. He's not sitting there in the top five, and yet look at what the Ravens in general, look at what the Steelers, the Eagles, look at how these teams have built without having early round picks. I think it's because, A, they know who they are on both sides of the ball typically, and B, um, they are able, because when you build a, a more talented roster, it gives you a chance to draft a guy who may not be ready by right now, but you know their upside is way up here. Where teams who are, teams who are drafting earlier, they need to win now. They need some now guys, and general managers are on the hot seat, and head coaches are on the hot seat, and they need to find guys who can, who can splash immediately, and they start maybe sacrificing the long-term upside and projectable traits uh, for guys who are more maybe maxed out and can help right away. And, and that's kind of what you're doing here at, at, at 30 at 30 with the Eagles is that's the guy with traits and you can see he's going to keep getting better. I mean, that's a player who's going to keep getting better, but um, you know, there's, there's gotta be a reason everyone talks about tanking, tanking, tanking. If you study the history of the draft as, as, as you do, uh, DJ, you know that it's really maybe in basketball it's one thing, but in football tanking doesn't really do anything for you. The good eva- good evaluations no. are what win games. Only thing I would argue on that is maybe the Jets shouldn't have won that one game that cost them Trevor Lawrence. That's, that, the, that's one the one that I can think of for helps. sure. That is a tough one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. This has been fun, man. Lance, I appreciate you filling in. Uh, we've got one more episode coming this week, which will be uh, the conference call. I've got a conference call on Friday. We'll be answering a, a zillion draft questions. So that will be turned into a podcast. And then we're off to Indy. We'll be in Indianapolis and uh, we'll have tons of content coming your way here on Move the Six. Lance, you're the best, buddy. Thanks for being my late night phone call here. There have been some long nights here watching all these players. We're kind of in the same boat, but it's uh It's something I always enjoy. I appreciate your friendship and appreciate all your hard work, man. You got it, DJ. 
All right, that's going to do it for us. Hope you guys have enjoyed this one. Uh, We will be back with one more episode. That will be on Friday. Be on the lookout for that. Until then, uh, have a great week, and we'll see you back right here on Movement Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.